Hey, hey guys, welcome to season two of Healthyish with Nutrishmish. My name is Michelle, aka Nutrishmish. I'm also founder and CEO of Nutrishmish. And I am so excited for this season that we have ahead for you guys. If you guys are not subscribed, make sure that you hit that subscribe button because you are not going to want to miss an episode. The content, the information is going to be life-changing. The guests are going to be inspiring. Like, this is going to be your go-to podcast if it isn't already. So let's buckle up. Like I mentioned, we are going to have some amazing guests, but I wanted to have you guys to myself today to talk about something that I think we all need to really understand at such a deep level, especially if you are uh, what I call like a chronic dieter or somebody who struggled with their weight for a long time. Um, there are so many reasons for that. And until you kind of move past the problem of you know, your mindset and your relationship with food and all of those types of things, it's always going to be some kind of a struggle. And what's interesting is if we think about that, like, okay, our mindset and our relationship with food is the problem, if we're looking at it that way, then any diet that we go on is not remedying or fixing that problem, right? So if my issue is I have pneumonia as a weird example but i am just taking cough syrup like okay yeah my cough will maybe go away but i'm I'm not fixing the overall issue of pneumonia and if i don't fix it then the cough is just going to come back and that's a very similar way of thinking when it comes to you know dieting and when it comes to trying to lose weight we're not really addressing the problems holding us back And there's a lot of reasons for this, you know, I mean, listen, let's be honest, most commercialized diet programs that you're going to go on, if you were to lose the weight and keep it off, you know, they would A, lose you as a client, right? So they'd stop making money off of you. So probably not in their best interest that you're successful long term. But, you know, the other thing is, is that we are so obsessed with weight loss. The goal is weight loss. And they know you just want to see that number come off quickly. And the quickest way to see that number... 100 times out of 100 times is not going to be the long-term solution. It's not going to be taking a minute to do the work and actually fixing the problem behind it, actually doing the mindset work or changing your habits or doing that stuff. It's just about seeing the result. And because of that, because we're never focused on the process and we're just so focused on the result, we never make long-term strides and see that long-term success is something that we're always kind of struggling with. And we've accepted that and that's not okay. So I want to change your mind about this and change your approach to weight loss. And hopefully with this little snippet, it'll get you thinking on the right track and get you solving the right problems. So that especially if this has been a lifelong struggle for you, it it no longer will be, or you'll you'll be on the path to that at least. Um, And if, if this is not a lifelong struggle for you, hopefully by thinking about it this way, it never will be. So you guys know I love me a good analogy. So let's compare it to something totally not nutrition or weight loss related. Let's compare this to school, right? So you might say that the point of school, right, is to learn enough information so that you can get a job and be a well-rounded, functioning adult out in the world, right? That's the point of school is to learn information so that you can make money and be a a grown-up, right? Um, Now, what information we learn in school to make that happen, I have other opinions on, but that's a whole other podcast in general. Um, So just for the point of this, we can all kind of agree the point of school is to learn information. 
Now, how do I know that that information is being learned, right? If I'm a teacher, I can teach everything to everybody, right? But I, I need a metric, I need a gauge, I need a barometer, I need a way of understanding that this information is getting through, that I'm teaching effectively, that these kids are going to walk away with more knowledge than they came in with. So what do I do? I give tests, right? And these tests, these projects, these assignments, whatever, get graded. And that grade really is a barometer for myself and for the student to understand, yes, okay, they understand the information or no, they don't, we need to like switch up how we're doing this, right? That's how it really should play out. So the goal of school is not to get the A. The goal in school is to learn the information. And if you learn the information, you get confirmation of that by receiving A's. But if the goal is just to get the A, there are so many ways of getting there that have nothing to do with learning the information. Um, If you were me back in 2007 or whatever, I might have been cheating on a test. I don't know, but I still might get the A even though I cheated, right? If the goal is to get the A, it doesn't matter the means that I get there. It's the path of least resistance. So if the path of least resistance for me was I just want to get the A, how do I do that? Let me cheat. Well, then mission accomplished. But I completely missed the point of school, which is to learn the information. The reason that this is a problem is I'm only chasing the results, right? I'm not looking at the results as a metric of my progress or as a barometer to see how I'm doing. I'm looking at that as the goal. Now, let's bring all of this back to weight, right? When people are trying to get healthier or whatever, sometimes they say get healthier, sometimes they say get leaner, sometimes they say lose body fat, most of the time they'll say lose weight. Even when you go to the doctor and like, I have my feelings on this, um, but I'll share at another point in time. But when you go to the doctor, right? And let's say, God forbid, you get diagnosed with, I don't know, like um, like your blood sugar is a little high. He's going to say, well, try losing weight. That's not correct information. You don't necessarily improve your blood sugar by losing weight. You improve your blood sugar by fixing your eating habits. Now, you also, when you fix your eating habits, happen to lose weight. But if the doctor said to you, try fixing your eating habits instead of trying to lose weight, your brain would be like, oh, let me focus on my eating habits. Not, oh, let me just try to lose weight the fastest, quickest way that I possibly can, which is not always healthy. It's rarely in line with the long term. And this is what starts to get us into trouble. Now, here's where everything starts to get a little bit messed up, right? Weight without a value is very similar to like money, like bills without a value, right? So if I said you get five bills and I get a hundred bills money-wise, right? You would want to be you because you get more, you get a hundred. But once we assign a value to that, right? Once we say, okay, your bills are worth a hundred dollars and my bills are only worth one dollar, that changes literally everything. Now, weight doesn't give us a value. There's water weight, there's muscle weight, there's bone weight, there's fat weight, there's a bunch of different types of weight. But we don't know what we're gaining or losing when we're looking at that, right? So quite often, let's say you go on like a low carb diet and that initial like five, 10 pounds that you lose that you get so excited about, that's not fat weight, that's water weight. Because think about the word carbohydrate, right? The word hydrate isn't carbohydrates. Carbs are filled with water. So that initial weight and you're like, oh my God, I lost 10 pounds. You really, you lost maybe like 10 pounds of like gravity pulling off of you, but you're not leaner for it. That's going to come back um, because it wasn't body fat weight. Think of body fat weight as like your $100 bills, like those are your bennies, like that's what you want. But a lot of these diet programs manipulate the ones and the fives because they know you're not looking at the value. They're manipulating the water weight. Maybe they're starving you and they're manipulating the muscle weight. So you're just trying to lose weight the quickest, fastest way possible. You're not even trained to be, you know, concerned about, well, what kind of weight is this, right? So 
if we took our eye a little bit off of the weight and a little bit more onto the process, would it be a little bit slower? Yeah, of course it would be because body fat weight takes a lot more time to come off than manipulating muscle or water weight. But one pound of body fat is large. If you ever want to be grossed out, Google Google image um, one pound of body fat or even like five pounds of body fat. It'll show you that like gross looking plasticky blob um one pound of body fat is big it's about the size of a coffee mug now it takes about six to eight days for your body to lose such a thing maybe one to two pounds you could do within a week but you really can't do too much more than that um so we've been trained to think one pound a week or one to two pounds a week it's not exciting it's not sexy it's like it's slow it's not slow it's correct because if you lost a coffee mug size thing off of you every week that would be pretty significant. And spatially, it's about equal to five pounds of water or muscle. And not a good, that's not a great comparison because if you lose five pounds of muscle, you're gonna look a lot flabbier than if you lost five pounds of body fat. But as far as like how much room it takes up. But again, we're not trained to look at the type of weight. We're just trained to look at like overall number and, and weight in, in of itself without a value, in my opinion, at least. It's a very, it's a very primitive metric and it's not accurate. So you can start to see how this is problematic and how our whole kind of system trains us just to be so focused on the result that we miss the overall big picture. And that's what kind of keeps us in this like dieting weight loss kind of hamster wheel for the rest of our lives. Because, you know, bringing it back to school, if my goal was just to get the A, get the A, get the A, get the A, and I did it just by cheating because that was like the quickest, fastest way for me to do that. By the time I graduate, I'm like, shit, I don't have any skills. I don't have any knowledge. I don't have any real world experience. Oh no, I have to do high school again. And then I do high school again. And if I do it the same way, I'm going to come out with the same results so I think I'm making progress but I'm not and the exact same thing happens with weight loss when we're just so result oriented so here's a better way of looking at the scale right the first thing I want to really bring to everyone's attention is that seven days is a made-up construct your body has no effing idea how how long seven days is so we kind of think like oh it's been a week I should see 1.2 pounds or I should see five pounds or I should see this because it's been seven days Here's the thing, your body doesn't know what seven days is. So it might take six days, it might take eight days. If you're making improvements to your diet and to the way that you're eating and, and you're exercising more or whatever changes you're making, your body is responding to that, okay? It might not be responding in real time, but it's responding to it and it will catch up. So I've had it so many times where someone's come into my office a week later and I weigh people every week and I'm gonna explain why in a second. But when I'm weighing somebody, I'm looking at it and I'm like, you know what? Your weight didn't move the way that it should have, although everything you ate this week indicates to me that it should have. So you know what, like give it an extra day, give it an extra two days, text me, let me know what it is. And nine times out of 10, they'll text me 24 hours, 48 hours later, and they'll be like, okay, I see the drop now, it dropped down. So the first thing is, your body doesn't know what seven days is. It might take six, it might take seven, it might take eight, but it takes at least about a week to start to see actual real body fat weight loss results. That's the first thing you wanna see. Then let's say you're doing everything correctly and it's been six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 days and you're still not seeing the results that you want to see. What do we do? We don't see the result. We say, why are we even doing this? We give up and then we are just eating whatever until we get so disgusted or annoyed with ourselves that we get back into it at a later date. That's not the right way to use that information. This is a good way to use the scale. The scale should be a barometer, right? So let's kind of bring it back to high school again. Let's say I really studied for a test, right? Let's say I studied, I really felt like I understood the information, but when I get my grade back, I get a C or a D. So I could just be so sad and so upset that I got the C or the D and be like, I'm just dumb. Why bother studying? 
you know, whatever. Or I could be like, all right, so the C or a D indicates to me that I didn't understand the information the way that I thought I did. So maybe I need to like switch up my way of studying or maybe I need to like talk to the teacher after class or maybe I need some like extra tutoring because the result to me didn't indicate that I really understood the information. So all I need to do is change up how I'm learning, change up what I'm doing, change up what I'm studying, how I'm studying something. And then with that information, now I change up how I'm studying and now I really get it. So again, let's bring this back to weight loss. You're doing everything right. You're not seeing the result on the scale. Instead of getting mad at the scale and getting mad at you and saying, screw the world, that's an indicator that whatever changes you made either weren't enough or weren't the right changes to be an improvement from what you were doing to see the result. So that means that, you know, maybe you were still eating a little bit too much. Maybe you went out a little bit too much. Um, you know, maybe you were very focused on quantity when, you're, when your problem's now more quality or structure related. You know, not everyone has the same problems with nutrition and, and eating right. That's why like intermittent fasting might work great for one person and six small meals a day works great for another person. Nutrition and weight loss, it is not one size fits all. You have to find the right philosophy for you. That's what we do at Nutrition Mish. We help people find the right philosophy for themselves. So what that is an indicator of, it doesn't mean that you give up. It doesn't mean that you suck. It doesn't mean that you throw your scale out the window unless you want to. What that means, that's information saying that, okay, the changes that I did were not the changes my body needs. What other changes could I make? Um, that's it. It's, it's actually very good information when you use it that way, but that's not the way that we use it. We get very emotional with it, right? Now, let's say you get on the scale and you see the weight going in the right direction. That That's confirmation that your changes are, are right. That's the confirmation that everything is, is going in the right direction. It's confirmation that you're making improvements. Just like the next time that I take a test, let's say that time I get an A, that's confirmation that the way I did it this time worked really, really well for me. That's a really great way of using the scale. You have to not have emotion towards it though and you have to really understand and know what you're looking at and if you're somebody who does get very emotional through the scale and if you're somebody who has done this a million times and you are you know you do have kind of a weird relationship with food and the scale and weight loss it might be a good idea for you to not weigh yourself for a little while it might be a good idea just to kind of you know document the improvements that you're making you know maybe go off your size or something like that but true weight loss actually really has very little to do with focusing on weight loss. Just like school, when you really think about it, doesn't have very much to do with getting A's. School is really all about learning. Did you learn something? And we confirm or deny that through the grade, just as we can confirm or deny, you know, are your changes that you're making to your eating habits good for you, you know, through the weight. But, you know, it's, it's, it's more to it than just the results. So my what I want you to get out of this episode is really focusing on the process and then using the data, be it your blood sugar, be it weight, be it your cholesterol, be it your size, be it how you feel, be it your energy level, whatever metric you decide, is that improving when you make those changes to your eating habits? And if it is, it doesn't even matter what the direction is, what what the number is, the, the direction is what really matters. So maybe focus on the direction more than the actual number. And when the direction stops going the way that you want it to, that just means that it's time for a change. It's as simple as that. So I hope this starts to kind of get the wheels turning a little bit about thinking about weight a little bit differently, thinking about your, you know, how you're getting your hot girl summer bod, you know, this summer and the spring, um, really rethink the way that you do it and really think of it intentionally with a more kind of permanent fix because 
you know, the fact that we have a running joke in this country about, you know, every January or every Monday starting over, like that's a big red flag that the way that we do it isn't correct. So rethink the way that you're doing it. If you need help, of course, we're always here and get ready for a lot more episodes that are going to help solve for this problem. All right, so make sure that you are subscribed and also make sure you're following us on all our social medias. Follow us on TikTok, follow us on Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff, all right? And I will catch you guys next time. Have a great week. This episode was brought to you by Nutrish Mish's Eat Right, Live Right program, now totally virtual. The program that has helped thousands of people lose weight and keep it off is now available to everyone. Click the link in the show notes so that you can start designing your own personal nutrition philosophy that you can follow for the rest of your life. We don't judge success by weight lost, but weight kept off.